Council is now being recorded. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. It's Danny and Shaggy, everybody, and this is another episode of Tour All Night. Yay. So, <laughs> how's it going? Pre-sale, huh? Oh my God, today's pre-sale. Let's let's start there. Okay. <sighs> it was a nightmare, wasn't it? Nightmare. You know, you know what? Okay, maybe because so so I'm not doing the whole tour like the two of you are, so maybe it wasn't as bad for me. Um, it wasn't great. It wasn't perfect. I didn't get all the tickets I wanted. But it also, I, I've been through worse. Let's just put it that way. I, I, I was able to at least pull up tickets even if they weren't great. There are times where during a pre-sale, I just pulled up nothing. Well, you know, I feel... Yeah, no, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, like, at first, like, nothing was coming up. I was like, what the heck? Did, like, everything sell out in, like, two seconds? And then it's like they slowly released things during the day or people were just throwing them back. So at first I was like, oh, my God, there's nothing. What's the point of this? But then you, like, really had to check back, like, frequently to, like, find something good. So when I woke up, you know, we had we had this group text going today, um, Shaggy, Danny, and I. And, and just, I don't know if you guys caught that, but Shaggy's doing the whole tour. That's exciting. Ta-da! We're doing the whole tour together, Shaggy. Yay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So um, we have this group text going like, okay, what what sh- what cities are you trying for? What cities are you trying for? This is what I'm doing. This is Mike, the codes that were emailed. Because first of all, like, you register, you expect to get codes to everything you registered for, but that was not the case. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're good enough for, for me it was, you're good enough for St. Paul, but you're not good enough for Los Angeles. And I've never felt good enough for Los Angeles. Never. So it really hurt. But um, what tickets did you get? Let's start there. What did, what did you get, Danny? What, what do you have? Okay. So I managed to get a ticket to the second L.A. show and a ticket to the San Diego show. Good. Of, Me too. Eight, yeah. You did? So out of, out of eight, eight shows, I got two. <laughs> two tickets. Uh, that's not a good ratio, Danny. No. I understand. I understand. It could be better. Okay, well, there's Did another, you? like, there's, there's 40 more pre-sales tomorrow, and then, like, the on-sale on Friday, so. <laughs> Danny, did, did you, you try for Eugene? Uh, there was one, it was either Portland or Eugene, where, like, it just wasn't available at all. It seemed like the, it wasn't a Ticketmaster. You went on Ticketmaster, and then it redirected you to a different website, and nothing exactly. was coming up there, so so it was kind of weird. Was that is that what, the one you're talking about? Yeah, that is. Yeah, I yeah. think people had issues with those random ones that weren't Ticketmaster, like Austin and Cleveland, um, where people are just like, "Wait, what? Where is it?" Like they were confused. I don't know. Based on based on what I've seen people post, it, it, you know, it didn't go exactly smooth. But I didn't see too many people post that they weren't able to get any tickets. Right. So it sounds it sounds like they might not have gotten uh, the seats they wanted, but nobody got completely shut out in the end, for the most part. I'm sure there are some people who did. Well, there's some tickets available right now, so. Well, what you said earlier, too, is that we had, you know, we had this group text going, and then by the time, like, I gave up after, like, 30 minutes, because in my experience with pre-sales, it's like, it's in, and then it's out. And if you don't get it in that first, like, 30 minutes, you're not going to get it. But then Mm -hmm. Jack and Danny... And then I and then I was at work all day, and Shaggy and Danny continued to try. Like an hour, two hours later, I'm like, "Are you guys still trying? You're crazy." You're not yep. Anything. And that's when they started getting the real. You guys started getting the really good seats. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I mean, Shag, Shaggy did." 
I, Shaggy, yeah. Shaggy inspired me to go back and keep trying. I didn't get anything good, but Shaggy did. Because yeah, I pulled Shaggy. up that third row for the last L.A. show, but then AXS just completely flaked on me. and was like, oh, sorry, your time's up, even though I had, like, four minutes left. Um, we invite everybody to, you know, tweet at us at Songs of Tori Amos and tell us how you did. Also, and and all day long we were getting the same thing. Like, oh my God, I was pulling up these great seats and then timed out. Like, what is going on? Which is hmm. just, that's awful. That's awful when that happens because you're so close, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, but like you said, there are about like 348 different pre-sales tomorrow. <laughs> And and then that's not even taking into account that there's going to be another, like, a regular sale, whatever that means these days. Exactly. So I ended up getting only one seat on my own. I got it, and I it was the one that I really wanted. I mean, it, it's not a fanta- it's not an amazing seat, but I'm like I said earlier, I'm happy to just be in the auditorium because, you know, I want to be there. So I got a ticket to the first show in St. Paul, and then Shaggy got us both tickets for San Diego. And then mm-hmm. uh, one of our listeners... Chad Hefner, who I want to give a shout out, Chad Hefner, he um, graciously gave donated us a ticket to Austin, um, and he, he knew that we were doing the whole tour, and it really helps us out a lot, Chad. So thank you. Oh, so that's much. so sweet. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Chad. Um, so what else? What else happens? Like it's just so stressful a presale. I haven't done a presale since 2005, and I like I can't do it again. I'm not ever doing it again. It's too much stress. <laughs> It really is. That was my whole day. Like, I spent my lunch break just refreshing and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, refresh, refresh. Yeah. Go back, anybody, refresh. Do you, know, do you guys know anything about the New Orleans show, November 13th, the Mahalia Jackson Theater? No, but like I said in the last episode, I really like the name. I like Mahalia Jackson. Right. I, I know that Shaggy was telling me earlier, like, the, the, the fees on the, those tickets are, like, insane. Yeah. It's a $75 ticket and a $28 service charge. And I was like, what? I don't think I that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's talk about that, ticket prices. So, so in the end, you know, the two shows that I got tickets for, they were different shows, but they were $90 each after fees. Um, I'm wondering if this is any indication of being a solo tour or a band tour based on the ticket price? Like, what do you guys think? I'm glad that you brought that up, Danny, because I thought about that all day, and I paid $72 for my ticket to St. Paul, and it was a floor ticket in the sixth row, and yeah. that says to me, solo tour. Solo you know tour. I mean? And I don't, I don't know anything. You know, we are, we are just touring like everybody else, so we don't know anything. We don't have any inside information. In my gut. I think now solo tour, which I'm happy. I'm happy that she's on the road, and I love seeing her solo. I love her with a band. I love it all. But I, I in my gut now. Earlier today, I said, you know, band tour, fingers crossed. But then, as the day went on, it just became like I had this like inkling that it is a solo tour. So that's where I stand today. Team solo. I think it's solo too because I'm looking at my ticket subs from the last tour in 2014, and they're about the same price as this tour. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long since she's toured with a band, it feels like, that I don't know, like, what's, what's what you know, taking into account inflation, what that would cost. How much do you think a band t- ticket would cost? Much more than what we pay, what I paid today for one single ticket, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like band ticket would be about $98 to $110 for a floor ticket, for an orchestra ticket to a band show, because she's got to not, you have to think, too, 
She's not only paying Matt and John. If she goes on the road with Matt and John, she's not only paying them. She's now paying a drum tech. She's now paying a bass tech. You know what I mean? So there's that's four people just there. She's got to pay these people. Not to mention, right. like, you know, I, I don't know if they have – they probably don't have assistance, but, like, just the, the crew gets a little bigger. The roadies, the amount, you know, so. Right. Well, I'm thinking of, like, recent shows I've gone to. Uh, you know, I, I saw Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds uh, a few weeks ago. That ticket was $120. Um, I'm seeing Natalie Merchant this weekend. I think that ticket was $100. I saw PJ Harvey. That ticket was $110. Yeah, PJ Harvey was expensive. Yeah. And that's because she had like 20 yeah. people on stage. Right. Yeah. yeah, this tour she had, she had like an army on stage with her. Get it, girl. Get it, PJ. So, yeah, price-wise, I mean, actually, I think Chicago or New York, the cheapest tickets are $35. Like, that doesn't scream banned to me at all. Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't and know. I don't know. Do you, guys, do you guys want to speculate about whether there'll be a Lizard Lounge this tour? Of course. Is and it you know a staple now? Is it a staple now? I you think know, it is. She loves it. She loves doing covers. She's great at it. She loves it. What and also, I mean, if you, if you listen to Bootlegs, you hear, like, at the beginning, she's like, it's my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it the favorite part? Is it your favorite part of the show? You guys? No. I, no. I, I, <laughs> no, sometimes it can be my favorite part of the show. I know. My I think it's part- hit or miss. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. It just really depends on, like, what she's tuning into like what the best part the best moment for me of 2014 unrepentant Geraldine's without a doubt with small town boy creep I happened to thank God to be sitting front row in New York too in last tour and she did creep and of course I felt like she was singing right to me she's like that guy's a creep let's sing to him and she was just, it was perfect I was moved I was crying like I yeah. was dying it was so good I mean I, I remember my favorite secret time or not secret time oh that's that takes me back. Uh, my favorite Lizard Lounge moment was it was it was the last tour in L.A. and I happened to be in the front row too. And she did uh, Bjork's Hyper Ballad, uh-huh. and it was such a good version. And um, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't normally enjoy the Lizard Lounges. I feel like um, sometimes you know she's the, she takes her quest that day and not a whole lot of time to prepare. Um, so sometimes they feel a little rushed. But um, I was really glad to to see that up close but there are yeah, times you know when there are times when you know she feels like oh i would love to do that song it's going to take me a week to work it up and those moments you know what i mean yeah like, i don't know how long she took to work up extreme ways by moby but my oh that goodness. was so good oh like that should be a staple <laughs> you know good mm-hmm. what were you gonna say shaggy I was going to say, um, since you're all chiming in with your favorite moments last tour, and then being Lizard Lounge moments, like mine was actually also a Lizard Lounge. It was um, Durham with the We Float and Heart Shaped Box. Second yes. That we Float is so good. I, I watch that video all the time. It's so good. And I feel like the Heart Shaped Box doesn't, didn't translate well with bootlegs or the video. Like, it sounded so much bassier in person. Um, so it's kind of unfortunate that they didn't translate well when recorded, but it just blew me away. Like, it was a more trip-hoppy. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was really going into some, like, crazy, like, she did, you know, Massive Attack last time, you know, Long yeah. Like, she was taking chances, and if she's still in that headspace, like, 
I could I could do with a little fewer mashups because I want the whole song. Whole song, right? Really interesting. Also, like to hear her perspective, like what she thinks relates to something else. So, like, uh, I'm torn, but like sometimes Lizard Lounge can be really, really amazing. I hope she brings it back. Ooh, that would be a good that would be a good Lizard Lounge song. Torn. She did. (laughs) Has she done it? Yeah, torn with uh, Michael Jackson's Human Nature in Jacksonville, Oregon. Wow, she was so close. I'm paying attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and what do you guys think about? Do you think there'll be a legs and boots? this tour? I know it's been a while since she's released shows officially. I don't know. Is there, do you I, think there's a way to lobby for that? You know, there's, that's a lot. That taxes Mark a lot because he's got he's got to set up all day, and then he has to, has to like do all the soundboard recordings, and then like it's really yeah, it's just Mark hitting record, really. Yeah, but that can, <laughs> they, she she, never, she she always masters them. All the legs and boots. No, I thought the legs and boots came up like the day after the the show or something. Exactly, they did, and he had to spend. He was spending his nights up on the bus. He would he wouldn't sleep at night. He would master okay. the show. So yeah. That, so you stay up a little later, Mark. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Um, I would love another legs and boots series. I want. All if, you, if you're shows. if you're going to the if you're going to the European show. Um, and you, you go to a meet and greet. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, bring that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. I thought it was actually something I want to bring up. Yes. So sure. mostly because if you think about it, this year is 25 years that she has been playing world tours. Right. Like, that's a long time. That's something I think that needs to be celebrated. So I kind of want to talk to her about maybe opening up like the vaults finally, because we know she records every show. Right. Yeah. She said this, and just you know, I, open them up, do something to celebrate. This is Eve's you know. dream to curate. This is, I've been talking <laughs> about this from the beginning. It's to curate East picks, which are ten shows from the vault that will sell like hotcakes at least. Exactly. Yeah, ten shows that are essential. I have that list right here. I could give that. I'm gonna Shaggy. Don't you dare talk to her without getting my list, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill you. I'll kill myself. I will all die. Don't do it. Oh my God! It's turning into single white female. Right. Yeah. Single, single Mexican female. Um, I'm so excited about this tour, you guys, in a way that I haven't been in a very long time. Um, it's been a while though. 2014 was three years ago. Yeah. yeah. I know people are just now taking we, memories we don't from usually wait, the tour. We don't usually wait this long in between tours. It's true. No. It's true. And I feel like, you know, I feel like as a person, like, I'm ready to go back on the road, do a whole tour. As a person? Yeah, no, because, you know, like, I did the last whole tour I did was in 2005, Summer of Sin. I did most of the tour. I did, like, 95% of the tour. And it was a very hot summer. I don't know if you guys heard, but I say that a lot. Um, and I and in 2007, you know, I was in grad school. 2009, I was in grad school still. 2011, 12, I was, like, living my life. I wasn't touring as much. And now I'm in a place where I feel like, oh, thank, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm open to it again, and I'm ready to go back on the road, like, as a brand-new person. So, yes, a brand-new person. Danny, I'm ready. All right. Well, I think that's a, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> you, you feel like the same old person, Danny? <laughs> I'm always ready. I never stopped touring. He never stopped. You never stop being ready. <laughs> you know, I've grown a lot. Anyway, so let's talk 
again soon. We're going to end this right now, but you'll see us on the road. Um, these episodes pop up when we have something to talk about, so maybe they'll pop up yeah. every day. Who knows? But we're so excited. Um, the regular on sale is on Friday, so you guys prepare for that. Um, good luck. Good luck, everybody. Seriously. Crossing um, my fingers. Crossing my fingers for us and for everybody. And then Thursday is the, what's the Spotify pre-sale, which is um, for Spotify listeners, I think it's what, the way I understand it. The way someone explained it to me was that it's heavy, heavy listeners of the artist. Yeah. In in that region. So, for example, if you are in Los Angeles and you listen to Tori, stream a lot of Tori. You're a premium, a Spotify premium user, and you stream a lot of Tori in Los Angeles. You'll you would get a notification like, oh, she's doing. I think show. they send you an email. Is what I read. Okay, good. Yeah, they send you an email. So it's kind of random, but that's what that is. Yeah. Cool. I didn't get one. (laughs) I didn't either. I didn't either. Even though we've curated a ton of Tori Amos lists on our Spotify playlist at the Sideways Society, if you guys want to find us. Um, Okay, we'll talk again. Everybody, have a good night. All right, good luck, everyone. Bye. Break a leg off Thursday and Friday. Bye, Shaggy. Bye, Danny. We'll talk again. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Tori, all night.